Hey yo, welcome back to the podcast. This is episode five. Can't believe I'm already at five episodes of this thing. But this day, this time, this today, today, whatever, I talked to my good friend Mitchell, and we got to discuss a lot about environments of comparison and progress and admiring yourself and the progress that you've been on, as well as taking a lot of wins in the little things, not looking so much at the big outcome, the big picture, but taking a lot of pride in ourselves over the little things that we do every single day. And that's what you should do. Take wins in the little things because if you just focus on the big picture all the time, you're going to burn yourself out. Also, I do apologize. Uh, the internet was a bit how you going when me and Mitch were talking. So uh, try and get over that because I had to. It was a big emotional thing for me trying to get over it, uh, the crappy internet in this house. But I've, I've, I'm, I've made it now and I'm, I've, I've accepted it. So thank you for listening and I'll see you later. It's just, it doesn't seem very responsible to me that you've said that. Anyway, um, <laughs> okay, so you know how when we were little kids, not little kids, but mm-hmm. we were like teenagers, right? We were like mm-hmm. 15 and we were two scrawny ass little teenagers and we used to yeah. go down to our gym, we used to walk from yeah. school, go down to the gym. And, you know, get all yeah, the, I remember get the good times. Thing. It was the, the best times, mate. Me and you, we just used to go there and just, just we did what had to be done in that little gym environment, <laughs> didn't we? Exactly. <laughs> Went in there, beat up everyone, and just pumped iron. As you do. As you do. No, but even the big guys, double our size. Like three times. Do you remember one time we went there and we saw this dude like bench press like fifty kilos on each side? Yeah, and that's he was pretty hectic. Dumbbells. Hmm. Yeah, piece of piece. <laughs> no, I was thinking recently, I know some people, they kind of get um, what I call like comparison, environments of comparison. So they'll go in an environment and they'll immediately just start comparing themselves to others. And I've noticed for a lot of people that can be like a weightlifting gym. But yeah. I think you're a cool person to talk to this because you, when we were teenagers and we went, you were like, man, you were just a scrawny, like skinny little 15 year old. But now mm. you're like a, a big, like strong young man. Like, and you, like the gym is a big part of your lifestyle and your culture, but yeah. you're definitely not some scrawny little kid anymore. So I don't know. Yeah. I kind of wanted to ask your opinion on what that was like, because you've obviously played both sides of that coin. Now you've been like the, for lack of a better word, the alpha in the gym, but you know, not on the mm. carpet someone very competent in what they do while they're working out and it shows in your yeah. now. But you've also been that scrawny little 15-year-old who was like, uh, how do I fucking lift? Yeah. So, like, I... Like, that comes down to, like, just insecurity in general. When you first go to, like, the gym, you're obviously insecure because, like, that's why you're at the gym, to, like, better yourself and you want to look better mm. usually a lot of people start just to kind of impress the ladies and whatever yeah. i didn't start like that i actually started for myself because i just hated the way i looked right I already like usually a lot of people get pretty bad body dysmorphia um as they start working out they're like oh like they feel good at the gym and then they get home and they're just like oh i don't like feel that good or look that good mm. that still happens to me now i've put on like 25 kilos of like mostly muscle and i still look at myself like i'm like my I'm just not good enough and I'm, my expectations are cheap, keep getting higher and higher like every year, every yeah, time yeah. Um, I go to the gym, I just want to like look better and 
I still kind of get that now where I, I compare myself to other people and I look at myself um, like with like say size, like, oh, like this guy's smaller than me, but he's so much stronger. Like, yeah, but it just yeah. really, it just comes down to like in, like insecurities. A lot of people, including myself, have insecurities, but it's just the way you control it. And um, if you can pick it out, like if, if you know you're be, like you're being insecure, but like in a bad way, so like, like you're comparing you yourself to, to other people, yeah, yeah. Like if you, like instead of sitting there and crying about it in a corner, or when you go home, you think to yourself, that person looks that way because maybe they're shorter, maybe they've been working out longer, maybe they eat better, like mm. maybe they're more dedicated. Like you just kind of you got to think of those things when you're um, going to the gym, um, and when you walk into the gym as well. For all the people that like want to start working out, no one really cares what like how you really look in the gym if you're really skinny if anything yeah. people are like like it, they know it takes a bit of balls to like go into the gym and just start working out even if you don't have a clue what you're doing yeah. like people like people, like i recognize that and i look at that like that's like that's cool like because i was that guy i was i was someone walking into the gym and not knowing how to do anything and um and you may look slightly stupid but like everyone knows that they start somewhere and they and they started there as well so no one's sitting there like that guy looks dumb. Like let's laugh at him. They're sitting there like he's trying to figure it out. Um, like let him be, or we'll go over and help him. And I, I've gone around and like I'm not looking to help people, but I've gone and seen people that are doing stuff that could hurt themselves, and I yeah. go over and and ask them if they want a hand, and they're just surprised because. Um, and it's always good when that happens. Like it's happened to me too, where people have come up to me and like helped me with my technique or my form or something. And it's like, well, they they just they know more than me in the area because it's not something I'm, I'm you know developing myself into you know six days a week. They put more hours into it than me. They just know more than me. So it's always good yeah. when people come over, and especially if it's those guys or girls that, you know, aesthetically they're quite intimidating. Like it, you can tell that they work on their body a lot, and it shows. And it's, yeah, sometimes when you see that immediately in the back of your mind, you'll compare yourself to that. Yeah, and, and I'm kind of heading towards that direction where I'm getting to that size where I could be intimidating to new people. Or maybe now, I'm not really sure. I don't think I am. But, like, you kind of have to still have the same mindset as you did at the start. You're just like um, – I just lost my train of thought. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah you're like, you kind of know where they're at and, you're like, you're not sitting there laughing and judging them. You're like, if someone comes over and helps you, they're not thinking in their mind, like, this guy's an idiot. They're thinking, I want to help this guy. Because I was at that point, and I I want I wanted someone or I had someone um, come over and help me, and it's helped me. Yeah, and I I've mm-hmm. been to heaps of gyms, but from what I've known, like the culture in those um little gyms, like it's quite nice, and a lot of the people are really helpful and open minded, and it's not a lot of, uh, I guess you know whispers and you know they shouldn't be here because they look like this or anything like that. It's all very helpful from what I've noticed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a lot of people um want to help. They just like. And sometimes people have like a bit of an ego and they don't want help. Like when you, you say, yeah, I, they don't I want to take the advice. My, yeah. I've stopped myself from going over to people because I think they look, they look around my size or bigger, but they're just not doing the movement right. And I don't want them to think like, take the wrong way about it. Mm. Like when I, like if I bring it up to them. So sometimes I just leave it, but, um, yeah, but also yeah. taking advice from someone, I mean, and that can often show a bit of vulnerability and insecurity. Yeah, so like, and people it, don't like being vulnerable all the people. time. Yeah, I feel like I'm in a good stage. Yeah. Like I'll take advice from pretty much anyone on anything, just because I am open minded. But 
Yeah. yeah. A lot of people do struggle with that. I think organically, I'm just not super like that. But a lot of people do like struggle to take advice and things, especially if it's in an industry or a field that they really pride themselves on or they put a lot of hours into. It gets difficult yeah, for like, them to take advice from others. Yeah. I like it's easy for me, like it's to know what I'm doing because I'm passionate about working out and all that. And I know a lot of stuff. I don't know everything. But, but I definitely know more than... hours into it where you're very competent at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And I like I, I, I would be confident enough to walk up to someone and tell them that they're doing it wrong and to try it my way to see if um, that will work. And I know for a lot of people, like they won't even go to the gym because they have that that mindset of, well, I'm insecure about my body, so I won't go to the gym. Mm. I don't go to the gym because I'm insecure in my body, like if that makes sense. Yeah, and they're so too worried about what people think about them. They're like, well, yeah. I'm not going to go to the gym because of my body, but I'm mm. like going to feel bad about my body because I don't go to the gym. So it's a catch-22 type of thing. Like, Yeah, like there's people feeling insecure and they're not – they don't have the mental fortitude to understand or perspective to understand that people were in the same shoes as them and people aren't out to just like – bag on yeah, someone the world and if they are that's that like if it that if they are that's on them they're like they're probably sad or upset or insecure yeah. about something so they it's, want to push yeah. it onto someone else that's if someone is going to the gym and they they're looking around trying to laugh at people and stuff like that but there's not i haven't really i don't think i've actually ran into anyone that's like laughed at someone else because they're doing something dumb no, usually they they go like oh i might go help them like i think that as well like i see someone doing something not the right way or the way I would do it at least. Um, and then I usually like go to give them a hand or I kind of wait and see what they're doing. But yeah. I think too, a part of that gym culture is it takes, like, like you said, it does take balls to go to a gym, especially consistently. And I think mm. you'll find a lot of the people that do go and work out in a public environment, whether it be like a gym or a martial arts club or whatever it is, like they're people that actually prioritize their own well-being. And you can like you yeah. know that because they're doing it every day. They're going in that environment every day, and it's like well, people that prioritize their own well-being and their own health, like they're likely healthy people. They're well-rounded people, like mind, body, and spirit type of thing. So like their idea of seeing someone kind of doing the wrong thing or they're struggling or whatever it is, even if, if it's at a gym, I think their response isn't to laugh because that that is an insecurity within itself. Yeah, because they're healthy people, their instinct is to go and help them, type of thing. Exactly. Like if you're happy, you don't go and make someone else unhappy or miserable. Yeah. Like that's not how it works. Like if you're happy, yeah. Like if you're miserable and upset, you're gonna go out of your way and be like, like yeah, you're just gonna start hating on people because you're unhappy mm. or insecure, um, and, and you're too worried about what people are thinking around you. Yeah. Because that, that, like, that's what it is. A lot of people can't help but think what's he thinking of me like am i doing this wrong like do i look stupid i think now i got this pretty early like i like a few months into working out and because i was just trying to work on myself and build my own mental fortitude i still still am to this day yeah definitely come a far like a long way and the gym's helped me a lot but um yeah like a lot of people don't have that mental fortitude really ever to just put aside the fact that a lot of people don't actually care what you're doing they're too worried about what they're doing yeah, and 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 they're too worried about them looking themselves in the mirror and thinking I'm not good enough for me, um, and trying to meet their own expectations. Where 
you're doing the same, but you're also thinking they're doing that to you where yeah. 90% of the time they're not. It's, it's one of those, like, it's, it sounds a bit harsh, but it's actually quite comforting because no one else actually cares like about you mm. in that sense. No one cares yeah. about like the way you look or the way you're moving the fucking, the equipment or whatever. Like no one cares. Exactly. It, it yeah. No, harsh, yeah. No one it, cares. It's like, it's actually quite comforting. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, like people will look over you. I, I look at the people, I look at people in the gym all the time. People overthink a lot of the time. I look around and I don't think, Oh, I'm judging that person. And he looks like an idiot. Like I never think that. No. And I'm sure other people don't either. But like a lot of people think when they when randoms like look at them at the gym, they're like judging them. But they're just looking around sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like because they're all between their sets or they're like thinking, Oh, I could help that person if they're doing it wrong. I'll like often watch people, especially if I'm like impressed by what they're doing, like if they're lifting quite a bit. I'll just watch their like entire set and I'll be like, Fuck, like damn. And it's good. Like I like yeah, people yeah. that will be like that will come over to you and they'll they'll be like damn you're looking good or like you're doing a lot like people that will show i guess um, appreciation appreciation and also just impression by you by you just yeah. doing your thing type of thing like it's i like that and a lot of people do 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 things like that at the gym yeah like yeah i i've gotten a few compliments and it feels good like it does kind of like you're not chasing that all the time yeah, you're not chasing it all the time, but you like it feels good to get a compliment every now and then from someone random. Yeah. Like I was standing there flexing, like recording myself, not for my ego. So a lot of people think when um like people that work out look at themselves all the time, they're mm. just egotistical and Yeah, well, and that, all that. that's what that's a part of that whole intimidation too. Yeah, and then yeah. stuck up, but they're not. Like I do that all the time and I'm happy to say that because like <laughs> most reflections I would see and I'm looking at myself, I check myself out because I'm just so happy and wowed by like how far I've come and, and, and yeah, like how well I've done and how long it's taken. Like it takes a while to get a good physique. It could take three to four years to like start being like, all right, I'm a bit of a, like I'm a bit, bit like I'm, I'm bigger a than bit of a fucking machine now. Oh, where are you? You there? Oh, yeah, I'm here. I don't know why it cut out then. That's all right. But yeah, what I was saying is like, you're a bit of a fucking machine now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it takes a bit to get to that point where you, yeah, I'm not fully happy with where I am, but I'm like, I'm sitting there looking at myself like, I'm definitely bigger than the average person and I'm happy and I'm glad that I put in the time and effort to actually get to and do what I want, like, and get to where I want it. Yeah. And that's fair enough because you're allowed to reap the rewards of the yeah. like the work you've put in. Yeah, exactly. And it's yeah, it's taken me ages to get here. That's why I look at myself in the mirror and stuff. People think like you're egotistical and all that, but I'm just appreciating what I've done. It's like you, it's like you build a bloody shed. Like you constantly look at it. You stand there with your hands on your hips and you're looking at it, or you cut the lawn. Mm. You stand there just happy with it because you just did all that work. Yeah, where like, I think yeah. too, like when people. And I think everyone does this in some degree, but we'll take photos of ourselves or take videos of ourselves. And like in your mm. instance, it might be at, like at the gym after you've just had a big pump or something. And I know for me, yeah. I'll do it sometimes after I have a workout and things, but it isn't like a, um, it isn't so much as a look at me, look at me. It's more of a self-reflection of like the progress. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, a lot of people just get it mixed up. I haven't heard that stigma in a while, probably because I just don't, really care about it yeah but 
Um, yeah, I'm, I, you just see a lot of like, especially, yeah, actually males and females, like everyone just like looking at them, like when they, after they work out or even before, or just walking around the shops or something, like I'll, I'll look at my like reflection. No, yeah. I'm not searching for a reflection. I just see it. And I'm like, but you I look good. Like, like you can be proud of yourself. And like, I was talking yeah. to you like a, maybe two weeks ago about the whole like self-love journey that both of us kind of went on where we yeah. can, we can like genuinely just be happy in our own presence now. Exactly, yeah. And it takes a while to get there as well. It's hard to, a lot of people I've talked to, where I, I talked to one of my mates and he said, <clears throat> he said he can't sit in a car for longer than five minutes without playing music because he gets yeah. in his own head. I love getting in my own head. I like, even if I'm overthinking of something, I try and figure out how to fix it. And if I can't yeah. fix it, I just think to myself, there's no use worrying about it now because it's not going to do anything. But that doesn't mean reason. I stop worrying about it, but it definitely helps me get through whatever I'm dealing with at that time. For some people, that is like the scariest thing they can do, like just sit in their own thoughts for an extended period of time. Yeah, I do I do it on purpose now because I it helps me um, clarify like things. Like sometimes I might, have, like, I might think back to a conversation and I'm like, oh, they meant it that way, not this way, like or anything like that. Yeah. It, it's really good it's healthy to think to yourself a lot of people is a stigma as well talking to yourself i love talking to myself i am like my biggest hype man i will fucking g myself up before i go out to like a social event i love talking to myself yeah like yeah i like you've got to be your 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 own biggest fan because no one else is going to do that for you yeah that's that's another thing where it's like it sounds really harsh to say like no one else is going to be your biggest fan it sounds really harsh, yeah. but then you're like, at the same time, like when you get the comfort and the, the clarity around it, you're like, yeah, no one else is going to be my biggest fan, but I'm going to be here for my whole life. Like I'm the only other person that's going to be with me the entire time is me. So like, fuck yeah, I should know myself really well. I should be my biggest hype man and the number one fan. Definitely have to be your own best friend as well, because just makes everything easy. You're not always relying on people to like go to the movies or go out for dinner or go shopping, like clothes shopping. Like you can rely on yourself and be happy and be in your own thoughts. Like it's crazy. It's just crazy to me and so foreign that like people can't sit in their own thoughts. And like I thought that was a normal thing to be able to just sit there and kind of like figure stuff out for yourself. And then I would say for you, you were organically pretty good at it though. Yeah. Like you, but I know for me, it's not organic and it's still something that I'm actively working on, but yeah, that's the thing. Like it was, I can't really tell if it was like organic or it was the circumstances that I got put in, um, unintentionally to like, it built me like that. Yeah. Right. Like maybe, maybe I had it in me, but I didn't, it wasn't there. Like I didn't know I was, I had like this kind of mental fortitude to be happy and like with myself and, yeah. and all that. Like I think I got put into that position with um, a situation where I kind of lost all my friends um, in like year 10 or year 11 and I only had myself to try and figure out my problems and think why, like why is this, why me, um, and had yeah, to kind of control me. my own emotions. Yeah. Um, that kind of helped me push me to that point where I had to figure out all that kind of stuff yeah. for myself. Um but yeah, it's definitely yeah, it's definitely that that kind of triggered the growth in me to push and try and be a better person and man in a sense. It's funny how you can look back and like 
all the moments that you've had and like you can actually upon reflection pick the one moment where it was like that's where it all started to change and usually that one moment it's like something bad that happened but like you said the word trigger it's like that trigger was what caused this massive uh slide for me like upwards even though it was really shit i kind of started at the bottom but it, it triggered a massive massive growth in me yeah, definitely like the, yeah, like i know i know the point like there wasn't a point like right i'm gonna be trying to be happy with myself it like the, that was the point where it all started yeah and like what i was doing was trying to be better um mentally and it was just kind of worked hand in hand like i'm like at that time i hated like i hated everything i hated what like what was happening to me and myself and everything like that mm. but now i love it like i love the fact that that happened because i don't know if i would have gone on this kind of journey of self like reflection and growth to and it could have set um, the trajectory in a way in a much different way yeah exactly yeah Yeah. but it's a good thing like and sometimes it's obviously depending on the extent of it but it is good to look back on your own uh you know your bad stories and even like trauma if that's the case it's good to look back on it and gain a personal sense of appreciation for it because those like things, they do make you who you are. Even if it's awful things, they do have a, a significant impact on the person we are now. Exactly. Yeah. Like you want to look back on it and have it as a lesson. Um, and you don't want it to be what defines you. You want to grow from it. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of people think like, like, I have never had like proper trauma before. And I'm sure it's like really like it. It's bad. Like it cuts deep. But um, a lot of people deal with trauma differently and yeah. life events that could scar you forever. And I've met people that have let it get to them and let it kind of define them, and they and they got in, in a real deep depressive hole. <clears throat> and uh, like yeah, just let it kind of define who they are. And I've seen other people that have been through a bit worse than that, but be out of it and be fine and be just themselves and not let it define them. It really depends what kind of person it is, uh, like who it is that goes through it and their mentality and how they want to deal with it. Yeah. And like, I, I know I was reading a book a few weeks ago and it was talking about how a lot of war survivors came back and their appreciation for life was much different. It like gave yeah. them being in that environment gave them a new sense of mindfulness so when they came yeah. back, they took a lot of joy in things that me or you might do and we have the shits with it. Like washing our dishes or driving to go get our food or something and be like... stuff. Pardon? Yeah, you don't, you don't realize how much you take advantage of stuff until you go to say, like, like that's something like that, like so traumatic and... Yeah. Um, like and that, you don't you realize how much you take advantage of. Yeah, and it... it it gives you a new perspective on your own life, which you didn't have beforehand. Yeah, exactly. Like, like even people that like you hear stories of people that try to like commit suicide. Um, and they like say like they jumped off the bridge and the very last, like once they let go, they instantly regretted it. They didn't actually want to die. They just wanted what happened to them to end. And then yeah, they like, they have usually what it is. They, it's not that they, they want to pass away. It's usually an escape. It's, it's usually an overwhelming it's an overwhelming emotions where you stop thinking logically and you start thinking emotionally and the way right now to get the, all those feelings to stop 
is to stop everything. It, it's like it's like if there was a big factory and all the cogs are turning and maybe there's a few of the cogs and there would be, I guess, the aspects of your life or the buckets of your life and they're just not going well for you. So you just throw a spanner in all of it and all of the wheels just stop turning. Like, I guess that's yeah. the answer out. And it's, it's yeah. like it's awful. And we both know people now who have passed away who are still really young. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure once they did whatever they did, like, um, yeah, I don't want to say exactly what they did, but, like, once they decided, like, and they did the action that, like, was inevitably going to end it. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, I'm sure it wasn't. It would have been a very scary experience, I'm sure. Yeah, but people that come through that, as I was, what I was, uh, my point was, like, they get gratitude. The people that survive, yeah. they're, like, they're grateful that they're alive. Yeah, a lot of times they don't recover. Sometimes they try and do it again and they succeed. But um, a lot of the time people are grateful um, that they didn't actually go through with it. Mm. And you just don't realize how grateful of the little things you need to be to be happy in life. Because if you're not grateful of the little things, yeah. then getting bigger and better things constantly isn't going to make you any happier. And I think like for me, I was very much of that mindset of like, what, like, why me? Why me? Why don't girls like me? Why don't I have this job? Why is it this, this, this? And it was all, it was always like a pity party because that's how I feel. But then once yeah. you start adopting that mindset of the world is what you make of it, like it becomes so much more fun and you start even having fun in those really little things. Yeah, like if you if you're constantly living um, in self pity and you're sitting there like, yeah. why is the world doing this to me? Why me? Like, why couldn't it happen to yeah, them? It's not like, fair. It's not fair. Yeah, yeah, like you're not gonna have a happy life. You're constantly gonna be blaming other people. You're not like, you're you're just gonna blame the world, and you're not yeah. really gonna get anywhere to where you want to go. If it's like if your success is like being rich or anything like that, you're not gonna get rich if you're having a mindset of why me? Why why? Does this have to happen to me? Nothing really works out well when you have a self-pity party. Yeah. And like, I know for, like you were talking before about how everyone responds to those, those bad things differently. Like I know young children and I, I know like a brother and a sister who both compete in sports at a high level. And yeah. um, like recently, like they were getting heckled or one of them was getting heckled. And his response, like being heckled, was like shut down. Like he shut down and it affected his performance in a negative way. But that like broke all his focus and his concentration and that that really hindered him from playing the, the game on the oval. And his sister is the complete opposite. And if she gets heckled, that like lit a fire under her, her ass. And immediately yeah. it's like she's in it. She's focused. That's the the that's the trigger for her to be like, I'm I'm in the fire now. Like it's let's go. Yeah, I like that, I'm like that now. Where um, where if someone doubts me, I like I'm like, oh, I'm gonna prove you wrong. Like, yeah. like I'm really competitive now, and I've I've built an ego where I like I can have an ego with that kind of thing, but I don't have an ego where I'm not a student of everything, and like I don't think I know everything. So I certainly don't. Um, I think I it's just, really good in like the different areas of your life to have a mix of being the student and being the teacher. Exactly, yeah, definitely. But uh, I think purely because of our age as well, you know, we're going to be the student in a lot of our environments, you know? Yeah, like even when you get to your 30s, 40s, 50s, you're oh, still, it's still, it's all you still want to be a student anyway. And it's all just yeah. new experiences, yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, you can never know too much because yeah. a lot of things get through in your way and you don't know how to deal with it. And a lot of people have the answers for what you need and you just don't have it there. And if you have a big ego and you falls up, then you're not going to... It would be a lot easier if you have a smaller ego. Um, and yeah, you're like, you be the student. You can't have your ego up and, and not be the student because then you just don't grow, you know, yeah. progress. I, mean. I know for me like when I because I, I have worked on that student mindset a little bit and for me it became really easy once I just really let my curiosities kind of just take the the main wheel in my brain so I just became really curious about things and I let myself express myself in in that way I let myself just authentically be curious and then I, it could just be as easy as asking really simple questions but then letting someone explain it to me you know like it just became easy yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely being curious helps um, mm. with, with that kind of thing, yeah. I love being curious. Like, it just being curious in general. A lot of people kind of lose that curiosity and are too focused on other things. Yeah. Well, I think, like, little kids, right, they learn everything through play. And, mm. like, we all know the term, like, your inner child. I think a lot of us, as we get older, we lose touch of that inner child. And inherently, we lose touch in how to learn, how, how we each learn individually yeah so, exactly because people think you stop learning after like university or college or yeah. i think there's yeah, just so still... much life experience to like pick up there's so much yeah but yeah i think it's really good to have that inner child and for me a lot of the time it is my like my curiosity like and i will just naturally be curious like and it shows itself in different ways so when i was a kid maybe i was super into dinosaurs so like playing with dinosaurs was the shit but now, yeah. like, a version of me playing as a 22-year-old now is, like, practicing random moves, like, in the gym, like, for my fighting. Everyone is, like, a grown-up child. Yeah, no, no we are. Really like, an adult. An adult, if, to me, is just someone that's plain Jane and, and boring and doesn't want to go outside the box, you know what I mean? The yeah. box that we've been set on, like, like, you hear your parents say, get off the, like... Don't put your feet up on the table. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. Like you constantly get told not to do things. Like yeah, it's just limitations. Yeah, limitations. Like in general. Like um, and I heard like I know Kanye is not like the best person. I don't. Know. I don't really watch any of his stuff. But he said like so many people get limitations on their lives. Like you can't do this. You can't. Why can't I stand on this table? It's not like it's probably not going to break. It's not break any laws. Like. It, there's no harm in standing on it and, like, if you feel like it, you know what I mean? Mm. That's something small and trivial, but, like, why can't I do that? So many people, like, so many parents, a lot of, like, older people will be like, no, nah, get down off the table. Like, why are you standing on the table? Like, why not? Mm. It's I don't funny. know if that makes sense or not, but a lot of people kind of get confined in a cage of do's and don'ts. Yeah. And just live by do. that for the rest of their life. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I like trying to grow and just – um, I don't know, pushing myself and just just doing like little things like that. Like don't, like, don't do this. Just save your money. Like no, I, I want to experience everything the world has, and I've only got a small time to do it. I'm not going to experience everything, but I'm going to try and experience as much as humanly possible. The thing is, too, like it happens so quick. Like even for me now, I remember being in high school with you. Like it was yesterday, but in reality, it would have yeah. been what, what five years ago now. Yeah, nearly. And but it's like I remember just chilling with like all your boys and playing footy on the oval like it was yesterday, and being a D 
dickhead in the classes. And it was fun. Like, as a 17-year-old and a 16-year-old, that was my idea of fun. It was just shooting the shit with my mates. But, like, now that I'm older, I still enjoy that type of thing. But it's, like, balances everything. So there are other ways of fun that I have. There are other ways that I play now. Exactly. You grow up a bit and you have fun in different ways, not the same. Yeah. Um, and I like think if you in, haven't... in manhood, too, like, we get a lot of... Not manhood, I shouldn't say. I'd say adulthood. We get a lot of pride in progress. So, like, when we yeah. start seeing our achievements come through the work that we've put in, whether that's a job promotion or a gym physique or a body physique, sorry, I should say, or learning a new skill in, like, martial arts, whatever it is, like, we get so much pride in that and the progress is what keeps us on the journey of whatever it is we're working on. And, like, the journey is everything. Like, so many people are very goal or outcome focused, I should say, but intended. Yeah, I get yeah, that. it's and it's Gym. great. I think you should be, but don't take take like take the little win, take the daily wins for 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 the real yeah, like, progress. I, I don't even know if I want to get to the physique I like. I've I've looked at and admired for so long, and like yeah, like I want to get to that because like I love the journey of it of trying to get to where I want and what I want more than the actual destination. Mm. But that's the cool thing because it's not linear. It's all very open-ended. So a lot of the time yeah. when you get to that, to that, that outcome, um, you'll find like it's either extended or evolved in different ways to put you on a new journey. Or yeah. I think very rarely you can just be like, yep, it's done. That's it. Like I find very rarely yeah. you're not inspired in some way and you now have like a new goal. Yeah. Yeah, it usually changes over time. It's not like one time where you're just like, yeah, like it doesn't always happen like that. It kind of slowly evolves with with time, I guess. Yeah, no, absolutely. So we yeah. were talking before just about, um, what was it? We were talking a few weeks ago about, uh, oh, like how we were going through all that self-love and whatnot. So when do you think you like kind of finally embodied i guess what you wanted to be i guess what you were admiring in others what do you mean like when i chose i wanted to be a certain way when like yeah when you kind of like started really putting yourself first and you were like yeah mitchell's like mitchell's the shit i'm stuck with him let's work on him yeah that's a good question because i kind of think it happened slowly Yep. Like it didn't just happen all of a sudden. And with the kind of personal growth journey, I've come to be more um, independent and self-orientated. So I'm not, I'm more worried about myself than anyone else. You know how a lot of people are like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this because it might hurt their feelings or um, or it might get in their way. Yeah. Like I, like I'm, I, I do worry about other people, but I put myself first. I am the most important person. Yeah, I think it's it's good to be empathetic, but at the same time, you need a backbone within yourself to back yourself. Exactly. Yeah, you don't want to be sitting there trying to comfort other people because then there's a good chance that they're not really trying to comfort you. Mm. Yep. Yeah, it's, like you kind of need to be there for yourself and just kind of put your foot down. Like, no, nah, like I'm worrying. Like I am top priority. I'm worrying about myself more than um, than the next person. You know what I mean? And it's funny, like when you start focusing on yourself, it's all those things that you were focusing on beforehand. A lot of the time they'll come to you 
or mm. like without you trying or they'll come to you and you'll go i actually wasn't like that. i don't actually i don't want that now that i've focused on myself and i know myself better now i actually don't want that become more respected and admirable for the fact that you're self-sufficient and reliable mm. and that because people like people you don't want someone that's gonna suck up to you all the time and, and try and please you and make you happy some people like that but like i yeah i definitely don't like that um i just want whoever i'm hanging out with to be them because that's why i like them not mm. because they make me feel like i'm better in a sense or anything yeah, like that i, I, I used to be that kind of person I used to be I used to do things like, oh, I don't know if blah, blah, blah is going to like that, so I might not do it, um, even yeah. though I was, like, was going to get benefit from it. Mm. Um, but I just thought, like, they won't like it, so I might not do it. But now I I just hate that, the idea of that. Like, I, yeah, I don't like the fact that, like, I'm going to um, not do something that's going to benefit me because someone else doesn't like it. I know with... um for a lot of young boys and I'm still this way. Like it's one of those things that I'm actively trying to work on, but like we'll put really attractive women on this pedestal. And when we start interacting with them, we'll start acting out of alignment with ourselves. Like we might say things or do things that we don't really believe, but yeah. like to put it simply, we just won't act like ourselves because we're putting yeah. this complete stranger on a pedestal based purely on the her external beauty. And it's really funny. Yeah. Like it's, it's one of those really weird things how you can just like see someone and it's like fuck, like I got to change now. Yeah, I hate that. I I still go through that a little bit as well, but I definitely toned it down a lot. Even if I do, it's only a little bit. Like I kind of amplify the better things about me in a sense. Mm. I think it's or, a normal thing for it, for everyone. But what's that? I, like just putting that the stranger that you're attracted to on a pedestal. Yeah, yeah. I try. Yeah, I try not to do that to the best of, like my ability because they're. Because they're still human. Like, a lot of people, know, like, yeah. see that, like, do that, and they're, like... They get so blinded by, like, that like first thinking. impression. And you're usually... The first impression, if they're really beautiful, is, fuck, like, they're so beautiful. That's, like, we can't... We, we don't snap ourselves out of that cycle before we go and interact with them. So, yeah, like, like you, you can't mess this up, and then you kind of keep continuing that, like, I can't mess this up, I want to look really yeah, good. Yeah, yes, that's exactly what happens, too. I've, I've yeah. got to a point now, though, where I'm, like... I'll, I'll happily just like take the piss out of myself. Like I went out last night and there was this girl and she was a bartender and she was, dude, she was like the cutest girl ever. Just her whole vibe was awesome. And like she served us or whatever and walked away. And I just looked at everyone on the table and I was like, guys, I think I'm in love. Yeah. It's just funny how it works out, but it's way easier to like say that in a joking way than be like in my own head, be silent for the next 15 minutes being like, God, how, how am I going to talk to her? What am I going to say? What if she doesn't like exactly. me? What if this, this, this? Yeah, that's vulnerability. People can't be vulnerable. And like you kind of showed everyone like, I like her and you're like, you're, you're being vulnerable. Well, like, yeah, you're just you expressing take, interest stuff, like, in something. Like bringing her over and saying, oh, he likes you or whatever. But you kind of put yourself there. That shows a bit of confidence in yourself that you're like, you're happy with yourself and you can, you can somewhat deal with those kind of situations. Well, yeah, like not even that long ago, I, I couldn't do that. Like I, I couldn't even make that joke to myself or to those group of people that I found that girl attractive. But it's like, yeah. one, yeah, it's, it is a vulnerability and insecurity thing. And I'm happy now to just express that interest. I'm happy to be like, that girl was pretty cool. Like I liked her. She was cool. And yeah. Like whether you, the yeah, and it like, doesn't matter what you do with that. If you go and ask her for a number or anything, just the fact that you've expressed that, allowed in like a social setting now 
or even just to yourself, you've expressed it. Like that's really important because that that's you like breaking your own insecurity. But yeah, with women, like from guys to women, if you don't get like I didn't get a lot of attention from women when I was younger. Um, not sure why I was bloody beautiful. No, yeah, you were but a like, fucking specimen, bro. <laughs> no, but like yeah, I didn't get much, and it was it made it difficult to talk to women that I all I like, and I think like that looked beautiful because. I've, I kind of taught myself when I was younger to put them on a pedestal and that's the wrong thing, like yeah. wrong way to think. It's really bad. It. All guys do it too. Like guys do it worse than girls and we'll yeah. do it really badly. Like we'll put, like for, like for lack of a better word, we'll put shit girls and not shit because of the way they look, shit purely because of their, their values. We'll just put shit people on a pedestal and we'll totally ignore the red flags that they give us because yeah. they're so beautiful. <laughs> But it's yeah. such a bad, it's a bad habit that guys have. Yeah, definitely. And like, if, if, trying to get over that, like trying to talk to women that you like, you you like, and you're interested in in that way, is uh, very difficult. I try and um, put it into perspective. Like, they're probably like they could be thinking the same, and like everyone else goes through this. So, it, like, and I try and like. Make like make myself think that they. I think they're a regular person mm. instead of like someone I like. I think is beautiful or I like. Yes, that's what I'll do too. I'll imagine that they're actually not beautiful. They're like very average looking. Like yeah, they're yeah. they're not someone that will like catch my eye. I'll actually pretend that they're that because immediately it brings my like intimidation levels like down to zero because I'm like you're literally just a, a person. But for some yeah, you're reason, just a when person. You're beautiful, you kind of put them on do this that. pedestal. You kind of. Like think they're like superhuman or aliens. Yeah, you like, think or, they like they, they you think they like care every about every little thing that you give them, like every little word and every little like body language. It's so weird, but like yeah, when they're beautiful, like you just stop acting like yourself. You start overthinking and just acting strange. Yeah, and like that's just insecurity. Like everyone's got it yeah. to a certain degree and some people just don't know how to control it um, as much as others. But that's where like the self-growth journey yeah. has helped me. Well, with, I think um, the exposure, like the exposure is really good. Like I think people yeah. that um, go out and they seek, I guess, social exposure, I think that's really good. And that's what I've been trying to do because I know I'm, I struggle with being myself and expressing myself and putting myself out there. So it's been like, it's been scary at first putting myself out there and initiating conversations with strangers and talking to people and, showing insecurities and, and being vulnerable to a sense. But it's been, now that I've done it for a little bit, I'm kind of over that hump of real scare and fear that comes from it. And I've been able to apply that fear to actual logic now because yeah. I actually have a frame of reference for like what's going to happen if I go and like talk to that stranger or if I do something silly in public. Like nothing Exactly, yeah. Happens. You start sweating and you start getting a bit shaky and like real anxious and nervous. But that's kind of like, it's kind of like your fight and flight like you yeah, don't you don't yeah. realize like that, that's pretty much what it is and you th you think to yourself like i'm not going to die in a situation you'd like the best thing to do is kind of chuck yourself in the situation and mm. try and act like they're just nobody like they're just a random chick or guy that you're speaking to um and that will usually help you um kind of get through that yeah awkward and the bit. exposure like, therapy is really the first good. 10 15 seconds and like you realize like they're just they're normal. Like mm. the only reason why that makes you different from them is the fact that you find them attractive. Yeah. And it's like, you never know what other people are thinking either. They could th think the exact same thing about you, exactly. but yeah. straight away, like you'll put, 
own narratives in your own um, internal monologue and you'll be like, no, they have a boyfriend or no, they'll think I'm ugly or no, they wouldn't like me because I'm not funny. Like immediately your brain will start telling you that shit. Yeah, you'll start overthinking, overthinking. Yeah. Crazy, just kill. It's really good because once you have a really good relationship with yourself, it's easy to catch yourself and be like, no, like I know that's just my brain doing something that has no logic, has no real weight behind it. It's just kind of like an instinctive thing, but once you learn how to catch it just like that and get rid of it, like it's, it it makes so much things less scary. Definitely. Yeah. It's like you try and put things into perspective and just think like she's probably thinking, like she's probably thinking the same thing or, or she, she probably likes guys that thinks like, and she's thinking that same thing with them. Like, I don't know. You just, you you try and put it in perspective and then rejection. Like that's the one thing that most people are scared of in life is rejection. Yep. And, there's nothing wrong with being rejected. You're going to get rejected one way or another at some time in your life. Might as well just get through it and think, wow, that wasn't so bad. I walked away. No one was standing there pointing and laughing at me like I'm an idiot. If anything, it's commendable to go walk, like, yeah, I go think try it is too. Chicks a lot of people can't do it. People don't get enough credit for shooting their shot. Exactly, yeah. It's. I was reading a book recently, and it's really cool. It completely changes your mindset on rejection. But... um. They've been, in the book, they talk about how, like, if you were a girl or a guy and you see someone really attractive walk past, instinctively, always, you, you probably won't go up and start chatting to them, right? Unless you, like, really work on that social yeah. element of your life. But they um, tell you to adopt this kind of mindset where you put it in your head that if you don't go and talk to them, then, like, you've really, really missed out. So it's like, this yeah. girl could be like the love of your life she could have your children she could end up being an amazing best friend she could introduce you to a whole social group and like you have cut your chances of all of that from say 50 percent if you just went up and talked to her down to zero because you've done nothing it's it's a guarantee none of that will ever happen with that girl now because you just kind of you didn't go up and express interest or shoot your shot as opposed to shooting a shot, maybe getting the rejection, but like your chances of it have like doubled and like they've increased massively purely because you've put yourself out there. With that before, like I've of that. Pardon? Meet new people. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty difficult. Like the first, I'm not worried about the first impression as much anymore. Like obviously you want to set a good impression, but I'm not sitting there like, oh, what are they thinking of me? Like, I'm trying to be me. And if they don't like me, that's their problem. And I, like, I just won't hang around if they don't like me. Like, that doesn't bother me. But yeah. I was fine without them. That's what um, I'm still trying to work. Like, not, just not giving a shit when someone doesn't respond to you the way you wanted them to or the way you thought they would. So, like, it, like yeah. rejection in so- social circles, I'm like, it, it, it's harder because the common denominator is... If, if the whole group doesn't like you, you're like, well, the, the common denominator is they don't like me. Like, I just tried being me with six people and they all didn't like it. But sometimes that's just the way it goes. <laughs> yeah. And then you just move on. You can't. Yeah, you just got to like, move on. <laughs> yeah, you, just gotta, you can't evolve your life around whether people like you or not because then you're just going to be stuck in a circle forever just trying to please people and them taking yeah, advantage of you. Yeah, being a people pleaser is not what you want to be. It's a yeah, really bad habit. Yeah. 
Yeah, I hate it. When I was doing it, I like it. Actually, it makes you like so much more miserable. Yeah, it puts other people on, up on a pedestal that they don't deserve at all. And I think you'll find too, like like a lot of people, they um, I think subconsciously they just don't find it attractive, but they know it has value. Yeah. Because so you'll be kept around for a lot of people, and you'll either be used as like a punching bag or a hype man or a yes man. But like you're just getting yeah. used for what you bring, but and what you bring is like me, me, me. Listen to me. Like oh, I'll I'll say you're pretty. I'll say you're this. I'll say like you, you're not being used for actual authentic energy or value. You're just being used yeah. to make them feel better. So you're just yeah. If anyone better. is listening to this now and like can relate to that, do not be friends with that group. They like that is your first sign to just like don't talk to them because I like I've met someone that was in a group like that. They were kind of using him and using him as a punching bag and all that stuff. And then once high school finished, like, he left and, like, he didn't talk to him and he got a girlfriend um, and he just doesn't talk to him anymore because he felt used and abused in a sense. Like, mm. they didn't actually care about him. They just wanted him there for the punching bag and to make fun of and all that stuff. And, like, yeah, if you're relating to that, you just – you need to find new friends because mm. then friends probably aren't going to turn around um, and – like, but we were talking before about, we were talking before about how a lot of people will like they just talk shit like and you were saying like well that's just negative stuff like that's their insecurity showing it just shows that they're not healthy but like remember in school like it was like a, it's just gossip all the time like people just talk yeah. shit about each other all the time it's i i don't remember the last time now that i was just talking shit about someone with someone else like, it's just not a nice thing to do. It doesn't feel good. It's not fun. Like, I hate it. It only feels good to people that are insecure and angry with something else or with themselves. And a lot of the time... Like, it doesn't feel good to you if you're happy with yourself. What was that? Sorry? Like, it, like, it, like putting shit on other people doesn't feel good unless you're insecure or unhappy with yourself or whatever's going on around you. Yeah, I like, think you're it's not, just a coping You're not happy and, and putting shit on people. Because, like, it just doesn't feel good when you're happy. Like, why would you do that? I think you look at people and you're very envious and you kind of, you look at them as higher than you. But because you have a a low sense of self, instead of trying to acknowledge that they're on a higher level than you, maybe, and you're on that same trajectory, you're getting on a higher level every day, you think that, well, I'm at this level and they're at a higher level. I just got to bring them down to my level. Instead of me trying to achieve yeah. my higher level, I just got to bring everyone down to my level. Yeah, that's just yeah. People have a try, like have a problem with trying to compare themselves with other people, and then yeah. like if they can't bring themselves up to that level, they'll tear them down. And like that's a whole lot easier to try and tear someone down and bring yourself up to their level. Yeah, because they're probably still trying to bring themselves up even higher. And it, um, and it is hard to like work on yourself and like really you know feel like you're upgrading and you're you're getting better at life every day. But like I said, like it's just, it's so much balance and there's different progression to be taken in every aspect of your life. Yeah, definitely. And it's like, it takes a bit of vulnerability to kind of, and accountability to um, try and grow and see ego aside to be the student of pretty much every aspect of life, especially at our age. We don't really know much of anything because we're so young. It is, yeah, it's tricky, but like it's so much fun too. Like I've had a lot of fun this year. 
Yeah, like trying to, yeah, trying to grow and be a better person and experience with new experiences is a whole lot of fun, and a lot of people don't do that. Yeah, and like, it, it's gonna be done one day. Like, a lot of the time, you you look back at the real fun moments, and you're like, I I would do anything to go back there. But like, I remember being in those moments and just feeling so neutral, like. I wasn't particularly happy. I was either probably pretty depressed or I was just neutral. But it's like, mm. fuck, I don't want like, to blink and then I'm 50 and I did that for 50 years, you know? Like, fuck that. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to have regret. No. Nah. But, like, it is fun to just have fun, not overthink. Don't think an extensive amount about the future. Like, live for the, the wins that you can just get today, taking it one yeah. day at a time. And, like, having a bit of uh, peace and knowing that, like, it'll be all good. And I think one older people are really good at that because they've just, they've had more hardships through their life and they know where to put their fucks and their energy and they can just be like, I don't care about the fucking girl gossiping. I don't care. Whereas you're younger, you just, you don't have that, I think, the mental fortitude of someone who's been through having a family or having a wife and all this and that where, you know, you might go through difficult things and it's like you'll let it get to you you'll just you'll think about it you'll overthink about it sorry and it's really hard to just move past but like even now i'm finding like i can take my losses and smile and be like yeah that's that's a really good part of this like progression for me yeah because you're progressing still moving forward even though like you think you've taken a step back you're still moving forward because you're learning and growing yeah and a rejection like any like whether it's you're shooting a shot with a girl or any type of rejection say like you go for a pb and you don't get it or you like you say to your friends let's do this and they go no nah, we're not going to do that we're not interested like any type of rejection is so good for that sense of progression and if you develop that mindset of every day is progression towards x y and z it's like you don't look at your failings your failings or your rejections as shortcomings you look at them yeah. more as like well i could have gone down this path but it's, I've gone down this path now, but either path, it's going to lead to the same thing, which is like probably the, the goal that you wanted. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like it's good to have a, a, like an end goal in a sense, but as you said before, like it changes and molds with yeah, the person that you are. path like extends into a different path and then like that progression tree, it's like a video game. Like it, it, it it's, it's all kind of steering and and going different directions and you can't exactly see where it's going to go but you can usually have a good idea of the path that you're on and where that could lead yeah yeah you definitely need some sort of end goal though because like if you sometimes people are just surfing endlessly and they're just running in circles because they don't have some sort of end goal or anything like that to try and push them in the right direction Mm. yeah absolutely 